Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. The Inadequate Club, a.k.a. Camp Blood Radio, is back in the building, people. Two weeks in a row. I am your host with the least, Nathan Barker, and joining me is the Joe Gallo. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. The special Joe Gallo, mommy's mommy's special boy. Oh, hell yeah. I love me some mommies. Oh, oh yeah, and we're getting ready to talk about one here in a minute because you know how we do things at Camp Blood Radio. Nice and short, right? I don't know. Adequately inadequate. Amen, I think, bro. I think that pretty much sums it up. Anyways, last week we had another special boy with us. You all got to hear from the drunk Dan and finally realize how uh how special he is also. Right. Now you guys get to hear what we get to hear on a nightly basis. Well, Nathan gets to wake up to it. I got to fucking hear it at four in the morning every night. Oh, the, the the listeners have no idea the kind of shenanigans the drunk Dan brings. So that was, it was mild last week. It was really nothing. So, but we appreciate it. We appreciate him hopping on and, and just kind of uh, helping out if you will, being the pivot man, drunk Dan, the pivot man. Hey man, he's so good at it. <laughs> it's a circle jerk and drunk Dan's the pivot man. How you like that one? Well, someone's gotta be, he's got to bring the meat. Cause we aren't, <laughs> we sure as fuck aren't, aren't really contributing anything. So it would be an easy job for a pivot man. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. So we closed out 2022. It is officially 2023. And a while back, I had a, a a very nice young man reach out to me, Bobby Heckman, who I know that the Joe Gallo here has spent some time with in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby reached out to me. I do not know Bobby. I don't know if he goes by Bob, Robert. What's what's he go by in real life? Bob. Bobby. Bob. All right. Bobo reaches out to me. <laughs> he says, hey, uh, I did a Friday the 13th fan film called Victim No More, and I demand that you talk about it on Camp Blood Radio. Oh, fuck. He he threatened us? I said, well, my response was, well, how serious? This is obviously a threat. Well, how serious is it? Because you you obviously don't understand what kind of threats we do here at CBR. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You better watch your tone with me. No, anyways, he just he just said, "Hey, um uh wanted to know if you guys were interested, blah blah blah." I said, "Matter of fact, you are already on the chopping block." I talked to the Joe Gallo and I said, "Hey, we're going to put this on the list." I don't know anyone involved in this movie. I would not know Bobo if he was walking down the street or anyone involved in the film. I did not recognize any of the names associated with it, so I just want to say before we get started here, giving our thoughts and whatnot on on victim no more here, that I have no association whatsoever. 
And you, but you know what mama said, Joseph? She said, I mean, your mom said a lot of things. Well, oh, if my mom were on right now, she would have a lot to say, I'm sure. Uh, but no, mama's not here right now. So here, here's the deal. I just got a negative review just the other day. <laughs> so, I am not exempt. We are not exempt. Camp Blood Radio is not exempt. We get bad reviews. We get hate mail. It, I mean, that's just the cost of doing business, right? It's well-deserved as well. And well-deserved, of course. So I'm not going to take a big Cleveland steamer all over Victim No More by any means, but we're going to give it to you straight about Victim No More. Sounds good. So I'm just glad that I don't have to watch it no more. Oh, well, there you go. There's your big steamer right, people. already, man. That sums it up. <clears throat> no, I'm just playing. Um, but before we get started on that, I do have something that I just need to get off my chest for a minute. This is just really fucking getting on my goddamn nerves. All right, let's hear it. So we're not even going to, I'm not even going to get into a bunch of shout outs and all that. And for the people like to bitch about, they don't talk enough about Friday. You're not a Friday the 13th, true Friday the 13th show, blah, blah, blah. Get off our nuts. We know we suck. But I mean, I call bullshit on that though. There's not a lot of other podcasts that there's a couple, but there's not a lot of, uh, not a fuck, not a lot of shows out there that review fan films. Like we do not just the big ones, but the little ones too. So whoever says I can lick our balls. Well, we are the inadequate club and we specialize in small things. So we're going to focus on the small guys like victim no more, because let's face it. They're not a never hike alone. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, Three sixty five. You feel me? Yeah. So, not, not to the caliber of <laughs> three sixty five. I mean, there's a bunch of other shows out there. Whether it's something on the YouTube's, whether it's a video type of podcast situation, or I mean, I, I see other things where they talk about the fan films, and that's fine. Um, we haven't covered all of them, and I'm not going to. It, I mean, whatever. I mean, but for those that like to bitch and moan and boo-hoo and whining and crying about the Friday shit. Well, I mean, we are the number one ranked Friday the 13th podcast for a reason, right? So we must talk a little bit about Friday the 13th, right? Right, exactly. That, that's also not hard to do when you're the only Friday the 13th podcast in the world, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, not- there's another one. There's another one that's that's very similar to our name, isn't it? Like Blood Camp Radio or something? I don't know. I have no idea. A while back, somebody had left a negative review saying, stop copying other shows, but I don't see any other show. If you do some Googling, I don't even know what the fuck they were even talking about. Copying other shows. How many shows talk about dicks and Friday the 13th? I thought that our formula was pretty original. There's more Friday the 13th related shows out there. Obviously we're not the only one, but there's some, there's something else. It's, it's like, I'd have to look it up. It's like Camp Half-Blood or something similar to that. I know that they're on Spotify. But other than that, I really don't know what this this he or she or he, she or whatever they identify as. I don't know what they were. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. And frankly, I don't really give a shit anymore anyway. So uh, I can tell you right now, if we were going to copy off somebody, we'd we'd find something better, better to copy off of than Friday the 13th bullshit. Right. Correct. There's actually a, a few shows that I've that I found recently 
Um, I know I say I don't listen to shit or watch anything or whatever, but there's a, there's a couple things. I'm not going to get into it today. We can talk about it later because we got uh, some special work to do here, you and me. But there's a couple filthy talk podcasts out there, like Pillow Talk with Ryan, like uh, the Stiff Socks podcast. I mean, that sounds right up our alley. It does. Yeah. So look those up. I mean, Angela White, Nikki Benz. I mean, they just wiener talk and they're tittying and just all kinds of filthy, uh, just potty mouth, right up Camp Blood Radio alley, right? right. Back out, back alley, alley, right? So check, check those out. You'll find them pretty, pretty easily. Uh, but maybe we just need to focus on a wiener talk podcast and just never talk about Friday the 13th. How about that? Even though it's just, just sometimes five minutes of Friday, maybe we'll just, maybe we'll just say, fuck it. And we'll just have some kind of dick talk. Literally the same thing. I remember. Let's talk about how small right. our dicks are. We'll call the, the, instead of the stiff socks podcast, we'll just, we'll just copy off that and we'll just be the fuck rag podcast. How about that? I'd I'd. I would quit as a host or co-host and then listen. Cause that's all I want to hear about. <laughs> oh, imagine the possibilities, young Joseph, imagine them. But anyways, <clears throat> just a little complaining I'd like to do is Facebook specifically. There's, I don't know how many fucking Friday, the 13th groups, camp crystal Lake, Jason Voorhees, whatever, but it never fails. There's always, I mean, if not daily, it's every other day. There's some fucking retard in there that posts a screenshot of their TV and, and and then the caption, what am I watching? Well, first of all, dummy, you're in a fucking Friday the 13th group and you're posting a, a, a picture of your TV when you're watching a Friday the 13th film. Did you think no one was going to guess that? Or were you trying to be funny? I don't know. But it happens all of the time, right? You I, You got to see these. I, I fucking see him, man. It's like really, I'm in all every single group that I'm in, like for different franchises, has their own little fucking shit that they post that annoys the shit out of me. Scream has one where you post a selfie, and then you have to guess who you are in the movie. Like Ghostface, sexy guy, first kill, blah blah blah, and that's been going on oh, like crazy. So fucking annoying. I mean, come on, people. Like you're in a Friday the Thirteenth group, and you're posting this dumb shit. Like what? Why? This is worse than when people have to post their Walmart shirts. Look what I found at the Walmarts. Yeah, no shit. I, I mean, why? If you're one of those people and you're listening, I don't like you. <laughs> Eat shit, whoever that is. That's right. I don't like you. So You got coffee today? I do, always. But I'm not, we're not here to talk about coffee right now, except for one little, well, we sort of are. Um, but anyways, you know what? Enough of that, because I'm just going to get annoyed. If you're one of those people that does that, fucking <laughs> knock it off. Seriously, you're a fucking moron. Stop, stop doing dumb shit. I'm sure you can find something more productive to do than that. <clears throat> so anyways, a little bit of coffee talk, then we'll get down to brass tacks here. I did reach out last week. We talked about the coffee.milf. And the the tip drill coffee shop where they're they're uh, serving coffee in the buff, right? Yeah. So glorious I, place. Uh, the most glorious coffee shop in all the lands. I, you know, I think the perfect place for one of these coffee shops just might be in Blairstown. 
<laughs> Think about oh that. My God, dude. Think about that. I mean, I know a, a very nice young lady that happens to run the best Friday the 13th museum in all the lands. And I think, and she does like to hang out at the, um, the nude beaches. Yeah. I, I think, and I don't want to call anybody out, so I'm not going to say her name, but I think that Jeanette would be a really good coffee serving business owner person for camp blood radio coffee stand. Well, Considering how Blairstown, the town of Blairstown, hates Friday the Thirteenth fans, I don't know how they would feel about a topless coffee shop. <laughs> I mean, it was just a thought. I don't know. I don't know. It's sure as fuck better than New York, Manhattan, and them fucking idiots over there. Dude, I don't so. know what what that's like, but can you imagine, like, if you're just someone who wants coffee and you see a coffee shop place, you drive up there and just topless women are giving you and your family. Of six, some coffee. <laughs> like, I didn't see that coming. They're technically not topless. I mean, they're tittying all over the place, but they've got their, they got the nips covered up. So, well, that's bullshit. I mean, close enough, I guess. I don't know. That's why I, I thought that maybe they could use some stickers. Maybe they need to change it up a little bit and maybe they could, could use some stickers and put those to good use when it comes to that. I, I don't know. Just a thought. I know that, um, the owner of the best Friday, the 13th museum and all the lands has some stickers also. <clears throat> I was supposed to, but, and some other merch. So, you know what? She's already got a head start on the situation, but think about that. Blairstown, uh, inadequate club coffee shop. That has to be a winner, right? <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was just a thought, but I don't think, I don't think Blairstown has the traffic that, Camp Blood Radio would draw. I mean, with the hundreds of thousands, millions of listeners and the the amount of a, of attention that an attraction like that would have in a small community like Blairstown. I mean, you've been there. It's a small community, right? Well, I did think it was pretty crazy when I went down there on August 13th, 2021. Uh, there were a lot of people there to meet me, the Joe Gallo from Camp Blood Radio, but I, or so I thought, because I guess CJ Graham was in town. Well, tomato, tomato, right? <laughs> right. All right. So anyways, just a thought. We can talk about that more later. But anyways, I reached out to coffee.milf. I said, hey, here's the deal. Um, we need to talk about this situation with your coffee shop. And I just, I haven't heard back. So it was a very nice message. It's been seen. I can see that it's been seen, but there has not been a reply yet. So uh, I know that they were essentially opening up a new location the last few days. So I'm just going to chalk it up as, is that she was just busy tittying, right? It is a full-time job because I assume she has them 24-7. I mean, I would think so. I would think so. And her back probably hurts every now and again, so she probably needs more rest than what the normal uh, non-tittying type of lady would need. I mean, if you see her pictures, you'll know what we're talking about, people. Amen. So anyways, I'm working on it. <clears throat> Some of these things, we just speak them into existence. It takes time. It takes time. So, or years, right? Nikki Pins? Could, could be. I mean, some things are just worth the wait, right? I mean, not us per se, but other things could be worth the wait, right? Right. All right. So stay tuned on that. <clears throat> Moving forward, we're going to get 
we're going to get down to this uh, Friday the 13th fan film situation from, from old Bobbo here. So victim, no more. Uh, 3PD films, I believe. Once again, I, I do not know anyone attached to this. They're, this is completely unbiased viewing. So, I have the synopsis right here if you want me to read it. Go ahead. All right. Quickly now, quickly. Okay, okay. Robbie is a young man whose family members are surviving victims of the legendary killer, Jason Voorhees. He sets out to prove his loved ones that Voorhees is dead and that the infamous Crystal Lake campgrounds are now safe. Will Robbie find peace of mind for himself and his family, or will he regret uncovering truth he never expected to find? Victim No More is a tribute to the iconic films of Friday the 13th franchise, reminiscent of their tradition and style. It also includes cameos from some of the series' most beloved characters. And, of course, he's referring to Amy Steele and Kimberly Beck. Of course he is. Uh, I guess we should say spoiler alert, people. So if you have not seen Victim No More, when you're done listening to us, go watch Victim No More. Okay. Go watch it for free on the YouTubes, but you need to stop the show right now. You need to press the pause button unless you like spoilers, because that's that's what's getting ready to happen here. So uh, no whining and crying about the spoilers. You've been warned. Except for the, um, the cameos, my bad. <laughs> yeah, but that's whatever. So they're not physically in the movie. It's a voice like what she narrates stuff at or Amy Steele narrates stuff at the end and spoilery stuff with Kimberly Beck, I guess we can talk about later on. Well, I already said spoilers, so you're covered. So yes, that is. All right. So anyways, uh, the movie opens up in New York and you know what, you know how we, you know how we feel about New Yorkers. Okay. You know how we feel about Manhattan. You already know how we feel about that situation, whether it's Jason takes Manhattan or Mr. Manhattan reminding me of how big of a dummy I am. Uh, we just kind of have a little situation going on with the whole Manhattan thing. And uh-huh. what do you know it? What what do you know? Uh, the opening the uh, the opening credits. First of all, I didn't like the opening music. I don't know what the hell is going on with that. Not for me. But the opening credits. What do you know? They're done in the Part Eight font. So I'm like, what in the hell? So with the uh, the music and the part eight lettering, it was almost a no-go for me right out of the shoot. I was just like, I don't know what the hell is going on here, but I can already tell that this is not something that I really want to invest. What is it, 40 or 45 minutes long? Yeah, I think, yeah, around there. Yeah, they almost lost me on that. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a whirl here. I said that I would, so I'm going to be a good sport about this. So anyways, um, the after after the opening credits then they they go to june 13th present day and guess where joseph (laughs) your favorite place of all time one of my favorite places they're in blairstown present day blairstown once again the music is terrible i have no idea who chose the music but they were not i thought most of the music is reused from the older movies am i wrong I really don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. If I don't like music, 
if I just kind of tune it out. So some of it could have been there in the uh, in the Blairstown situation in present day. There was like it, it was like a weird 80s type of music. Maybe it was used in one of the other films. I don't know. I'm not a person that gets into the soundtracks. So unless it's like Alice Cooper in part six on the soundtrack, I don't really give a shit. I don't care. So not not memorable for, for me anyway. Hi. So, yeah. Um, but I just thought that the music did not vibe with present day Blairstown, if that makes sense. It just felt like a giant contrast. It just something didn't seem right with it. I don't know, like what, like 80% of all the fan films fucking film a couple segments in Blairstown. Like, all right, guys, we get it. (laughs) And we're going to reinvent the wheel, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is. No offense. No offense. Um, But, hey, you know what? Like I said, we get get negative reviews. We get the shit talkers. But that's not really what's going on here. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you guys are doing with the music. I really don't. Cause like I said, I, when I seen present day and then the music and I'm like, okay, this is just, there's not a, something's throwing the balance off here. I don't know. So you got the random girl sitting in Blairstown. What, what is that over there that she's sitting by? Is it like a, there's a Creek back there. I've never been to Blairstown. So yet anyway, I, th- um, I think so. If it's where I think it is, it's where like that, you know, where Annie walks by. In the original, yeah, that's where it's at. But I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. There's like a girl randomly getting photographed or something. Um, and I will say that she was the highlight up to that point because she looked like Camp Blood Radio material. I mean, clearly, <laughs> I'm like, oh, who is this uh, young lady here getting getting photographed randomly in Blairstown? That's not Jeanette. That's too young to be Jeanette. Oh, whoops, sorry, sorry, Jeanette. I didn't mean that, Dick. Just a little Camp Blood Radio humor. I'm looking uh, at that scene now. I want to see exactly what you're talking. Oh God, I did see the part eight font. Good lord, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Oh just... yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, to to their left there is the is the river, the one that always flooded um, Jeanette's house. The sweet house. Uh, I think that's what she calls it. The sweet house. But yeah, that they're so... walking right next to the river. That's 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 it's actually a really beautiful spot very scenic i'm sure it is a good place to to take pictures uh when you're a nice looking young lady <clears throat> so anyways the bobby character is uh being a pervert and kind of being a creep checking out the situation but hey you know what can't blood radio material <laughs> can't blood radio material we probably would have been sitting there being a creep too <laughs> You seen cleavage, you're just checking out some titties. Hey, Bobby, I get it. I get it. So anyways, continue on from Blairstown. Bobby's driving down the road, and then he stops at, what, what do you know? He stops in front of Higgins Farm. And Bobby is playing around on his phone at this point, which is a big no-no. We do not text and drive, Bobby. We do not do that or whatever it is on your phone check he's probably checking the camp blood radio social media would be my guess because it is present day so hey bobby i can't blame you for trying to keep tabs on cbr but that is not the safest way to do so my friend you need to pull over when you're doing that so uh anyways bobby's distracted driving 
Lucky he's not involved in a serious motor vehicle accident. Um, And Higgins Farm, obviously a nod to what, Joseph? Uh, Fuck, Friday the 13th Part 3, that that original fan film there from the 80s. Well, Friday the 13th Part 3 would not be a fan film. It would be a (laughs) real film. Oh, is it now? Yeah, that's the place where Adam Sandler got a gun in his asshole from Bulletproof Higgins. Higgins. I think I think it is. I think Higgins Higgins Farm. I think that is what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. So, anyways, um, pervert Bobby's out cruising around the old Blairstown area. <clears throat> um, you know, but the funny thing is, is, is I have to remind people about distracted driving. And present day Bobby has no fucking clue what distracted driving is. Cause I'm going to take you back down memory lane, Joseph. And back in the late nineties, early two thousands, when you were just a nut staying in your mama's drawers, I'm going to tell you about distracted driving young man. I was, I was alive and well um, in the early nineties, late early two thousands asshole, but all right. Fair enough. Either way, either way is fine. I've said this before, but I just want to reiterate what, what back in the day. So picture, if you will, on a, on a lovely summer afternoon, riding around in your T-top super sport Camaro, super loud exhaust, six speed transmission. You have your four foot nine lady friend with her just tittying all over the place in the passenger seat next to you. I mean, just bouncing all over like a, like, I don't know what, something that bounces a lot. There you go. Jesus. I got it. Can you picture that? Yeah, I got it. dude. It's the blonde hair and flowing. So you get her, you get her hair flowing around with the T tops. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, ever been out cruising around in a car with T tops, but there's a lot of wind. I wasn't popular enough. Yeah, probably not. I can understand why. I certainly would not have invited you to do any back roads cruising. Wow. All right. And for those of you that live in Manhattan, you don't even know what I'm talking about anyway because you live in the city. So anyways, that was just another little, my little jab to the New Yorkers. So, <laughs> I'm a New Yorker, God damn it. Yeah, but you're rural New York, so that's different. You might as well be oh. from Ohio or something like that. Um, basically, whatever, yeah. whatever state is next to New York, I don't know. Pennsylvania, Ohio, and sure. obviously Nebraska. Fair enough. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, so anyways, imagine that. And then you got to have the, you got to have the beats going, you know, you got to have that Nelly tip drill playing. You got to have Dr. Dre, the chronic, maybe some Snoop Dogg doggy style. I don't know. Some house of pain, some limp biscuit. I mean, you got your CD binder sitting in your lap. And I'm talking about the one that holds 300 CDs, not the little guy. I'm talking the, the, if I ever had anything big in my life, it was a CD collection. I believe it. Where is it now? Actually, it's out in my, it's out in daddy's Escalade, Joseph. I still listen to CDs. Of course you do. Yes, of course. So anyways, you got the 300 count CD binder. That's literally like a trapper keeper just jammed to the hills. And I'm not talking one, when I say 300 CDs, that's what it was meant to have, right? But we all know that we double-sided them bitches in there. So it really had 600 in there. So 
when you're flipping through the pages, you'll remember quite well, some of you, where you had to actually take both CDs out and then like flip them over to look and see which one it was, unless you just had it memorized where it was, which most of the time you didn't because we all know how we, how we switched them out. So anyways, you've got that big ass binder sitting on your lap. You're, you're trying to shift through the gears. It's extremely windy. It's extremely noisy. You've got her blonde flowing locks just flapping you, smacking you in the face. You got all this cleavage distracting you. I mean, you've got a cigarette in your mouth and it's the ashes are starting to fall on your lap and you can't let them burn a hole in your, in your, uh, in your polo jean shorts or your Tommy Hilfiger shorts. You can't let that happen. So you got to try to ash your cigarette. Or try to like, try to like do this side flip thing with your head where the ashes would just blow out the uh, the top left of the t tops. Anybody that's got t tops, you know what I'm talking about. You could just ash your cigarette like straight up in the air, and it would just go flying out. Did that all the time. Cigarette smokers with t tops, you know what you know exactly what I mean by that. So you had two choices with your cigarette. Well, not to mention you probably had a beer in your lap underneath the CD binder a can of Keystone light. And depending on how full the beer was, you might have some beer spilling all over the place down, making it look like you wee weed yourself. So you had that going on. Plus you also had your four foot nine lady friend sitting there also trying to grab you by the wiener at the same time. That's not helping things. Not to mention, we got to watch for stop signs. We got to watch for people like Bobby well, no, we didn't because there was no texting back then. So we didn't have to watch out for those kind of idiots. There was no navigation. There was no fucking Google Maps or GPS or whatever it is that the hipsters are using to find out where they need to go to. I'd take GPS um, over printing a thousand different things from fucking MapQuest for 45 minutes. Well, and not you just said it too. We might have had a printout of directions from MapQuest also to sitting right there on the console or blowing around in the wind. I don't know. But there's a lot going on, Joseph. There's a lot going on, okay? So take that into consideration, but you also probably had two friends sitting behind you now not to mention camaros do not have a lot of leg room in the back so chances are if your friend is over in that's right behind you as a driver is over three foot tall then their knees are probably right in your backside and that's creating some discomfort that's creating some frustration and also being a distraction and you always feel like people in the back are fucking up your leather seats. So you're kind of like turning around and make sure they're behaving themselves back there. Uh, maybe there was another cigarette ash or something that, that flew around and like you were worried about them burning your seats. Maybe you thought they spilled their beer in the back. I don't know. There could be a number of things. You don't know what they're doing back there. So you have to turn around and look is what I'm getting at. Okay. So you're constantly like looking back, like, what are you two idiots doing back there? Um, and then out of nowhere, here comes a fucking Taco Bell or a McDonald's sack just comes whipping through the fucking, just, just whipping through the, the, through all over the car, bouncing off the, the back of the T-tops and hits you in the fucking side of the melon and flaps out the fucking window. But, and, and then it's just gone. And we're, are you going to stop and back up and pick it up? No. Why? You're just going to litter? 
Well, I didn't let her. Whoever fucking dropped it can pick it up. Well, we're not going to stop and turn around and go back and pick up the, the said McDonald's sack. You know why? Because back in the late 90s and 2000s, everybody littered. Everyone. I don't know. Don't don't sit there and tell me there's not one person lit, listening that's going to say that you didn't chuck a, a McDonald's sack out the window in the late 90s and early 2000s. I know I goddamn well. I know goddamn well. I know I damn did, well. I yelled at for it. I remember I did that shit, and the girl I was that was driving slammed on the brakes and made me go get it. I'm like, oh shit! All right, sorry. Just go with the fucking story. Stop! Well, stop! You're ruining it. That's what I do. I guarantee that Camp Blood Radio listeners were some littering, littering citizens, law-breaking citizens back in the late '90s early 2000s i just have that gut feeling so we're not going to go pick that up because that's what everybody did you just are driving down the road and you just chuck the fucking sack out the window that's just that's just what we did <clears throat> so you gotta you gotta throw that into consideration now depending on where we're at whether this was late 90s or if it was in the early 2000s depending on we'd have to pick a year to really get specific on this one but Maybe your pager was going off. So like my pager could have been fucking vibrating or going off or my cell phone or both could have been going off and I could barely hear it because the subs were kicking in the back, but it's still adding to the distraction is what I'm getting at. So do you see where I'm going with this, Joseph? No. Is all the, the totality of the circumstances here. Do you, can you picture in your head how much was really going on at that point in time in life? I mean, with this long-ass fucking story, yeah, I got it. I got a pretty clear picture. Well, shout out to the thirty-five or, or the thirty-four to forty-four-year-olds out there that were littering in the late nineties and the early two thousands. I know there's a bunch of you out there. You know who you are. All right, they're listening to this. Absolutely, and I mean, I could keep painting the picture, but I think. You know, you can just see where I'm going with what real distracted driving was. Not this bullshit of I was sitting at a stop sign like pervert Bobby playing on my fucking phone. That's not distracted driving by definition of law of the law. Yeah, okay, I can't argue with that. But let's get fucking real. Anybody in that age group that I just said, you know what real distracted driving is. It was. It, or what? What? What do, you, what do you mean was? What do you mean was? Some of us still live in the good old days. Some of us it's still not do. healthy. <laughs> it may not be healthy, but some things just never change, Joseph. They just never change. Okay. So you do what you want with that information. The people that are listening that can they can sympathize with what I said. They know what's up. So we're not going to say was. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, let's just face it. 1999 was like the best year ever. It just was. It's one of the one of the best years ever. I said what I said. Okay. All right. All right. Enough about that. We can tell. We can have story time another time. I don't want to. I don't want to rain on Babo's uh, victim no more any more than we have to. So, all right. <clears throat> So we move on from uh, the Higgins ranch 
And next thing you know, in broad fucking daylight, here comes Swamp Thing Part 7 Jason. He just shows up. He's just walking out of the lake and in broad daylight. And it's like, oh, okay, Part 7. So we went from Manhattan to Blairstown to Part 7. Cool. Um, we also have a, a, a couple youngsters that are um, – they're out in the woods, you know, taking a walk. Shocker, I know. It's Friday the 13th related. We got to have some hiking in the woods, right? And then we got a fake Jason that shows up while they're actually in hiking in the woods talking about Jason. And one of the hikers' his brother shows up and tries to be a funny man and scare him, but it just doesn't really go over too well. And then, I don't know, he's like the Weird Al Yankovic fake Jason. He's kind of got some long hair going on when he takes off part of his costume. And uh, at first, when fake Jason showed up, I was like, what the fuck? I hope that this is not the Jason in the movie. Right. Right. So anyways, it just seems to be a just a Roy fake imposter situation. So anyways, they continue on. And then next thing you know, Part seven, Jason, and I will say that their their costume selection, um, the items for the costume, not bad, not bad. But here's where it starts to get a little, <clears throat> a little cloudy. There's a there's a like a part three hockey mask, and then there's a sack, like a sackhead Jason, and Jason part seven Jason decides that he wants to finish off his regalia with a sack like remember a long time ago in the land of camp blood radio when i was talking about the uh the town that dreaded sundown costume by your your little fucking your little your little friend remember that yeah yes yes what did i say i said the town that dreaded the frat party that's what it was costume looked like someone wiped his fucking ass with this with the sackhead thing so anyways i mean the sack didn't look terrible it was obviously weathered discolored whatnot but basically just a lot of ass wiping going on with that sack plain and simple you know i i really liked it i actually ran into uh babo at monster mania last year and um the only reason I recognized him, right, is because I saw his shirt and I had known it was he was standing outside the main doors with his Victim No More shirt on. And I'm like, hey, Victim No More, I know that's an upcoming fan film. And he's like, you know what it is? And I'm like, yeah, man. And I, we exchanged some conversations. But then he's like, do you want to see what the Jason looks like? It's top secret. And I'm like, you bet your big dong that I want to see what Jason looks like. And he showed me and I actually thought it was pretty cool with the hard seven sack hat. But that's just me. I, well, I mean, between the hockey mask that was present for choice A or the sack that was present for choice B or being sackless or maskless and just having no mask with the part seven look, I don't know. I I certainly did not want to see a part three mask on part seven. That's for damn sure. So if anything, the correct choice was made, but I just didn't care for it. 
it just I don't know it just doesn't look right either you like it or you don't I'm not saying that the person that made the ass wipe mask did a bad job on all the um the ass wipe skid marks and stuff on there I'm not saying that I just was not really a fan of that combination you know, I don't even recognize the costume pieces that he's wearing. Like the back piece that he was wearing is fucking dope. Like I thought the the seven, the part seven setup was pretty well done. And it was, like I said, they their choice on that was good. I have no issue with that. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have went with a seven look, but with showing Jason coming out of the lake and et cetera, et cetera, three sixty five. I mean, that's it. It's whatever. Um, but at least they had good costuming pieces. I will give them that. Not necessarily my co- choice of combination or the look that I would have went for, but not my decision. Um, we all we know all about bad combinations. I mean, look at us. Hey, man. We are not a good combination. We really aren't. I fucking hate you. <laughs> no. I miss the drunk uncle every time I hear your voice. I know. I. Me too. I think about what could have been, and then I'm like, yeah, and then I'm I'm fucking stuck with this fat retard all the time. That's me. That's the Joe Gallo. Sorry, oh wait, I forgot. Higher your standards. We I forgot we can't say retard anymore, right? That's too late. You've done it. Whoops. Canceled. 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 Hashtag cancel Camp Blood Radio. Inconsiderate pricks. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, speaking of the costume, so when Jason does get into a little squirmish with with some of the 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 hikers, if you will, <clears throat> what I thought was kind of cool, and I could see why some people are like, "Yeah, that it doesn't work," but it does. There's a little alter altercation, and guy Jason is having it out with, he breaks off Jason's rib. <laughs> he just reaches down and like breaks off one of his ribs. Yeah. And then does he stab him with it? And then Jason stabs him in the eye with it. Uh, that's that's pretty good. I will say that on on the uniqueness scale that that was top notch right there. I mean <clears throat> we've seen it all. We know that between all the Friday films, all the fan films, it's it's getting hard to come up with something that we haven't seen. I mean, let's just face it, right? Right, 100%. So kudos for that. That was pretty good. I mean, the um, you, you wouldn't have been able to do that, obviously, with another costume unless you're, like, punching through the fucking shirt material or whatever so it worked it worked perfect for that for that part seven look so anyways um we see typical friday the 13th stuff the there's harry manfredini is very present uh the ending i'm not really sure how i felt about that i was just like what the fuck (laughs) the ending was my favorite part of that movie like (laughs) All, all of a sudden, the Spice Girls squad from or the Walking Dead squad—I don't even know—the Avengers, man, the, the Avengers, the 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 Lady Avengers showed up, and uh, the God of War uh, cosplay crew showed up. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, that was so unexpected. Like I watched that with a, a friend of mine at night, and 
it was a you know we, we were enjoying the movie pretty much it's a friday the 13th fan film not a masterpiece not horrible and then at the end there i'm like what the fuck is happening man like they had a lady that has like a ninja costume with bows and arrows and i'm like yeah I just was hysterical. I actually messaged Bobby like, "What the fuck is this about me?" It's a Mortal Kombat looking shit. Yeah, I did not expect it, and I want him to make a full movie like that. Yeah, and I mean, they just show up out of nowhere. Yeah, like, it's they, like they're where? like victims of J- like the what are they like children or family members of Jason's victims that are all coming that apparently train for this moment their entire lives, yeah. and, and you just show up randomly. I actually made an edit for uh, the director, Bobby, uh, of that scene replayed with the Avengers theme over it. <laughs> like You sent it, it to me. From, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's definitely throws you off. It's like, what is going on here? I don't. Okay. So a lot to take in right there. And there's a lot of like crossfire looking situation going on there too. It's kind of like, oh, this doesn't look very safe for the participants. So, yeah, they're basically just circle jerking Jason off. They just show up in a circle, you know, they surround him and the, and Jason's getting ready to be the pivot man. And the next thing you know, he's shot in the head. So, yeah. a- after he was already shot, um he gets popped with with the shotgun, a couple shotgun rounds, and and uh, <laughs> it's just like what the what the hell is going on now? And he gets shot with an arrow, like Hawkeye shit, man. Yep, but they don't they don't show. So the movie wraps without them technically showing the the ending, right? It just kind of pans away. But but I mean, they're surrounding Jason. He's, I mean, you they leave it to your imagination i shouldn't even say imagination they they leave you clearly knowing what ended up happening pretty much right right so <clears throat> i know that this sounds there's been a lot of negative if you will and i mean we're just having fun with this this is not personal by any means um if i didn't really care for it i wouldn't even bother i wouldn't even bother with it um, wouldn't even bother talking about it. So it's definitely worth a watch. It is 40 to 45 minutes long. The The good thing about it is it's free. If, if anything, yeah, if, if you don't like it, you're not out any money. Right. Um, right. so if, if it's not for you, it's, it's so what, um, there's, like I said, they almost lost me though, right at the beginning. Cause I was just like, Oh Jesus, here's some, so we got some more Manhattaners here. And I can see where this is going to go. But uh, Jill Whitlow, she's in the beginning as like a, as a therapist. And Jill's still looking pretty good. She's who got them. Uh, Jill Whitlow. You don't know yeah. who Jill Whitlow is? No. Well, you're going to have to Google her because I'm not going to do your homework for you, little buddy. Oh, fucking. <clears throat> but anyways, Jill is, is a definitely a notable character in the film and i'm not going to get into all the other character stuff i'll be here all oh, night talking okay. about that i know who it is now so who is jill whitlow joseph she from weird science so jill still looking pretty good and she's got the she's got like the uh the seasoned lip wrinkles going on 
it's yeah. got the the glasses and it just the beginning just kind of is almost set up to be like the like the the beginning of a of a naughty movie yeah i can see that with her business attire and the glasses and you got young pervert bobby who you who you don't really know what's going on with him per se then you've got the therapist and it just kind of feels like it's setting you up for uh for bobby to to get down to business here or maybe that's just maybe that's just the camp blood radio twist on it i don't know leave it to us right yeah but uh other than that i mean typical friday the 13th stuff we got people hiking in the woods we've got shots of blairstown you see the blairstown diner i thought maybe our friend jeanette from the best friday the 13th museum and all the lands might make a cameo i was really surprised that i didn't see her i just kind of had a feeling she might have a have a uh split second of screen time kind of like she did in your little friend dave brown's movie yeah that's where you only see the back of her in that movie but like i had said before i wouldn't even have recognized her if i didn't know what jeanette looked like from the back right so do what you want with that information oh lord <laughs> i mean I, i'm just saying i recognized her from that angle that's all i i I mean, you do what you want with that information, perverts. All right, so uh, any final thoughts before we check on out of here? I mean, I thought Victor No More was fun. I really, I, I enjoyed it. It just, the ending really just made me, like, took me out of it completely, and I just was hysterical. But um, I overall enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. Well, you could definitely watch much worse. There is a lot of terrible fan films out there, and I will I would definitely say that this is not one of those by any means. But it's a fan film. Like most fan films, you can tell that the budget is not there. I mean, this is not a never yeah, hike didn't alone. Blow up the groups with it either, which was nice. No. This is not a never hike alone installment or some of the others that just blow up social media with all the GoFundMe and the Indiegogo and the tip jars and tip drills and everything else there is none of that. I did not really even know because I, you know how it is. We see so much stuff and people are hitting us up and I can't keep track of all the shit. And sometimes I just tune it out anyway, because the fan film, I almost didn't even want to bother. I, I don't like, I don't want to say I don't like talking about these, but there's just so much inundation in, on social media. As I've said before, sometimes you just can't get away because when these guys, when, you know, Bobby's done, it's somebody else's now. And, and you know what? Follow your dreams, people. Go make your movies. But you got to remember that some of us do get tired of hearing about fan film stuff. Same with the Halloween fan films. I mean, this, it ain't just Friday the 13th. It's just in general. So sometimes you just kind of, you've heard enough. So, but um, no, they did not inundate, at least that I seen, I seen not a whole lot. I didn't, like I said, I don't know anyone that's attached to this. So I had no prior knowledge, no background <clears throat> information, like with Never Hike Alone. Vince and I talked all the time, uh, met for beers, you know what I mean? So I had a lot of inside 
information on that that didn't necessarily spoil it when I first watched Never Hike Alone, but I'm just saying I, I had a lot of <clears throat> knowledge that the next person wouldn't have had. And with this one, I literally had nothing. It was just like, oh, okay, um, I had seen it somewhere mentioned and I, for whatever reason i was just like oh i'm gonna put that on the list probably because i was not inundated and annoyed by it by a lot of the other bullshit out there that's probably why i originally put this on the list and then when babo reached out i said yep we'll we'll get to you and here we are here we are babo so go check them out on the youtubes victim no more and you know the drill Go buy a show shirt, go buy some stickers, go buy a Camp Blood Radio coffee mug and take it to your local uh, girls next door espresso shop and tell them that we sent you. Unless you're that Dr. Manhattan guy. <laughs> <laughs>